0: And welcome to the Abiding Together podcast. Abiding Together is a place where you can find connection, rest, and encouragement on your journey with Jesus Christ. My name is Sister Miriam James-Heitland, and every week I'm joined by two of my dearest friends, Michelle Bensinger and Heather Kim This podcast is born out of our friendship of sharing all kinds of things together, our walk with Christ, our insights, our joys, sorrows, tears, and laughter, and you are most welcome on the journey with us. So grab a cup of coffee, settle in, and welcome home. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Abidding Together podcast. And for all of y'all in America, we just want to wish you on behalf of Michelle and I, not Heather because she's Canadian. <laughs> so I want to wish you happy. <laughs> we were just joking about that before. Happy Thanksgiving. Don't run on our parades, Canadian, okay?
1: <laughs> I also would like to wish you a happy Thanksgiving <laughs> from Canada. Way to go. We already had Aww. our Thanksgiving in October. It was yeah. fabulous. We ate turkey. It was wonderful.
0: So I'm just curious, uh, Heather, what do you guys do to celebrate Canadian Thanksgiving? We do all the same things. Like our
1: foreign exchange.
0: <laughs> you do <laughs> it right
1: I'm the alien <laughs> in the bunch. Um, we do everything you do, except we don't have the same like college football madness going on oh. You know, over Thanksgiving. Still. So. Not the football. Actually, it's professional football. Or or what I see, whatever. I don't even know. Okay, we don't have the professional football madness over Thanksgiving weekend. Mm -hmm. And it's Mm -hmm. actually not. I mean, it's like a nice family occasion. But when I lived in the states for ten years, it is a whole different world when it comes to Thanksgiving down there. I appreciate your commitment to making it awesome. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Making Thanksgiving great again, y'all. Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. Michelle, what do you guys do as a family? What are you going to be doing this Thursday?
2: We actually are going to be going to Kentucky to spend it with my husband's family. And so all of the Benzingers will be there in full force. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a lot of fun, though. There's a bajillion cousins. and Yeah. Do you guys have some fun traditions that you do? Um, I don't know. Not really. I mean, there's just the really good food, being together all day long, all that kind of good stuff. Like uh, I think with our kids, sometimes we do what you're thankful for, but it's more just I love it because I feel like it's like the no pressure holiday. Like you don't have to have gifts. You just get to eat all day (laughs) long. Uh, So I like Thanksgiving a lot. Uh, um, I think it's just fun to be around, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, my husband's family takes their food very seriously, like Mm -hmm. extremely seriously. Like so they like to talk about the meal before, during, after. And then while we're eating the meal, they like to talk about the next meal and uh, critique it. And I yes. give them all such a hard time about it, but they are amazing. And so
0: I can't wait. Yeah. That, how far of a drive is that for y'all? Like 12 hours, I think.
2: And oh, so, wow. yeah. You think I drive any of it? No. Anyway, God bless my husband. <laughs> That's Christmas. <Sister>, <laughs> uh, thank you. So, what do you
0: do, sister, for Thanksgiving? Well, in our community, we uh, since I'm in South Texas, I'm at our headquarters. We have uh, just an annual meal. So everybody at all the parishes in our community, and just any guests that people want to invite, we all get together. So everybody brings something like a big potluck and we hang out and um, sometimes people have like games or something like that but it's just we just hang out and eat and just kind of chat for a bit and then um, sometimes people watch fu- football after that but yeah it's just a nice even in a, a you know in a diocese it's not too big like Corpus Christi if you're not all at the same mission many times you don't see each other very often just because everybody has a different apostolate so it is nice to get together and just to see all the guests that come that people that just come by that maybe don't have a place to go or just want to hang out with us they get to hang out with us so that's
1: what we do remember that one Thanksgiving that you were up here in Canada, sister, and I made a turkey. Yes! Yeah, <laughs> My husband you Jake is doing... American as well. He's from Alabama. In fact, little known detail that he and Michelle went to Auburn together no for yeah. a little mm-hmm. while, as well as Steubenville. Mm-hmm. But yes, yeah, so you guys got your Thanksgiving turkey. Provided
0: here. by you, sweet girl, because you made us like turkey, except, mashed potatoes. Except you were
1: like, where's the football games? Like, you were like, what is going on? Why are we watching hockey? K&T? What's happening right now?
0: No. <laughs> Well, in keeping with Thanksgiving on Thursday, we are going to talk about the power of gratitude. So last week, we talked about the power of wonder. And so this week, we're going to talk about the power of gratitude. And so we're going to use as our guiding quote, um, St. Paul's letter to the Thessalonians, uh, chapter 5, verse 16 to 19, when he says this, he says, Rejoice always, pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the spirit. And we talk about gratitude um, being the opposite of resentment, right? Of gra- gratia being favor or grace. And so it's more than just kind of like, oh, saying thanks be to God. It's really uh, an attitude that actually transforms us and transforms our hearts, um, how we see the world. And it's an act of discipline that we cultivate, like in a, in a sense of wonder. But gratitude, if, if you know that in any kind of recovery, program or any sort of um, area of growth in the personal life and also most certainly in the spiritual life is key to transformation and it is key to opening our hearts to deeper blessings and um, so we're going to talk about that so Michelle for you when we talk about gratitude and thanksgiving um, what does that evoke for you and kind of how do you cultivate that in your life as busy and full as it is
2: Well, it depends if I'm on my A game or my B game or my C game. (laughs) You know, it depends Mm -hmm. where. I think for a season, I was really, really good at gratitude. You know, like I was, and I think it was because I had less responsibility. And I think the more my responsibility increased, the less my gratitude gratitude decreased. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. And um, for me, I just think like, um, because I have switched like spiritual directors in the last two years, and mine is a Jesuit, and so is a Nation of Spirituality. He's really, mm-hmm. really begun to train me on the importance of gratitude, you know, and on the importance mm-hmm. of like that every good gift comes from the giver, and that is the Lord, and that to recognize that and to identify those gifts, you know. But I can tell, like, very similar to Wonder, when I am practicing those. Um, disciplines, are practicing the spiritual practice of gratitude every day, like in an examine, which is an innate exercise to like really rethink about your day for the day at the very end of the day. And what was I grateful for those days? When I approach my evening like that or my day, there is a transition in my heart. Mm-hmm. There's an opening in my heart. There's a receptivity, and there's like a sensitivity in my heart that changes, you know? But um, it like everything else. I can be so quick to lose that. You know, like if I was one of the mm-hmm. Israelites, I would have probably I would have probably wandered for 40 years <laughs> mumbling like what the heck, you know. <laughs> and so it is something actually that I really um want to cultivate more of, you know, because it used to be such a huge part of my personality and I've kind of lost it. Mm. And it's kind of annoying because my husband is such a grateful person and he's like, not the glass Mm. is half full. He's like the glass is overflowing full almost all the Mm. time. You know, he always looks at the bright side of things, which is great, you know, but... I I mean, I really need to cultivate that in my life because I want to be like, all right, the reality is this stinks, you know, and, you know, but there's something always to be grateful Mm -hmm. for. So Mm -hmm. what about you, Heather?
1: I think sometimes gratitude almost feels like we're dismissing things that we're frustrated about and we want to be frustrated about Mm -hmm. it because maybe it's valid or maybe it's just, or maybe we have, Mm -hmm. you know, a good reason to be upset about something or critical of something or whatever it might be. Um, So we put gratitude behind us. You know, we don't want it to come out because then it dismisses everything hard that we're experiencing. But I think that we can have those things go on simultaneously. We can acknowledge our emotions. We can be like, wow, this is really hard, but God is still good. God is still blessing. There is so much to be grateful for. And those can go hand in hand. One doesn't dismiss the other hardship that you might be going through. And I think for me, like having gratitude, it changes everything for me when I'm able to be grateful for things, it helps bring my perspective to a different level about there's Mm -hmm. always somebody that's going through something worse. There's always something to be grateful for. And it's when we get ourselves into a spiral of like hopelessness and despair, it's like everything feels hard. Mm -hmm. And we do live in a culture of outrage right now. Everybody's outraged about everything, you know, and we have to, Mm -hmm. we have to air that we have to vocalize it, all the things that we're outraged about, but there's not a lot of like, oh, I need to be express how grateful I am. You know, I need to express like all these Good things that I see, and I think it would change us dramatically. Um, I loved the book, "A Thousand Gifts" by Ann Boskamp.
0: Oh, that's a good one, dude.
1: I read it many years ago, and I was going through a very difficult time, and I could only read like four pages at a time, and then I would sit with it for mm-hmm. a few days. You know, it was very—it was a mm-hmm. lot for me in there. There was a lot to take in, and. Basically, her journey was she wanted to become more aware of God and more grateful, and so she gave herself this kind of disciplined task of coming up with a thousand things that she's grateful for, and she'd have to write them in a journal every day, and it was the practice of noticing things that she could be grateful for that changed her. And she she had this experience of like the scales falling from her eyes and all of a sudden she could see God's goodness in His fingerprints everywhere. So even in the mundane, we talked about this last week in the podcast, but even in the mundane of washing dishes, she all of a sudden looked down and saw these rainbows in the bubbles of, in their mm-hmm. sink, you know, and, and it just made her smile because she's like, oh, there it is again. You know, even in the mundane, there's something beautiful mm-hmm. to be found here, even though it's small. So... I think the practice of gratitude is something Mm -hmm. we're losing as a culture, really. And um, I also think that it takes humility to be able to acknowledge to other people, not Mm -hmm. just to God, but specifically to other people, things that you're grateful for that they've done, especially people in your family. Mm -hmm. So each day to look for ways to bless other people with a thank you for doing this, that meant a lot to me. Thank you, husband, Mm -hmm. you know, for for going to work today or for taking that, you know, Kid, wherever they needed to go for another ride and not complaining about it. Thank you, you know, son, for taking the garbage outside. Thanks for just noticing. Thanks for using your strength for the family. Whatever it might be, um, that takes a a level of humility that I think is incredibly bonding and fruitful, Mm -hmm. especially within a family.
0: That's true. That reminds me of what Pope Francis said the four phrases that every family and I think every community needs are please, thank you, I'm sorry, and I love you. Right. And like that, the thank you is like the I'm grateful for. And it's very interesting, like even cultivating that in the smallest of ways. I think we've all had moments in our life where we've chosen gratitude, where even if you say it out loud just to the Lord or to yourself, of like, I'm just so grateful for whatever this is. And it might seem like even silly sometimes, but like even the small things. And to do that out loud, or to say to thank somebody, like you're saying, Heather, of like, thank you so much for cleaning the house, today. Thank you for running to the grocery store. You know, it's like little things like that. I mean, the, as we know, the little things always lead to the big things. That can change like a whole atmosphere. You know, it changes the atmosphere of our heart, and it changes the atmosphere of our homes. And, um, you know, yeah, I've never, you know, regretted being grateful for something or voicing that, you know. And it's true, even the Eucharist, you know, that, that word actually means Thanksgiving, And so we come to the Lord in full thanksgiving and and lay our hearts open um, before the altar and just on the altar and just asking the Lord to... To, to take everything up, you know, all the, all the parts of our hearts open up within. And, and like you said, Heather, it's not like living a Pollyanna kind of life of like, oh, well, I'm just going to pretend these mm-hmm. bad things aren't happening. But even in the hard, to say thank you for what I can see is beautiful, which all that does is open our hearts to see what else is beautiful. And um, mm-hmm. I think uh, Michelle uh, included a quote here in our notes that says, from St. Therese, uh, where she says, St. Chrysalisu, where she says, Jesus does not demand great action from us, but simply surrender in gratitude. Mm. And I say amen to that, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah and I think we have to, like, where you're talking about like wonder and we're talking about gratitude that these are things that we need to cultivate and these are things that we want to bear fruit in our life you know so we have to look and say okay what is blocking me from practicing gratitude mm-hmm. for saying gratitude you know and I think like even scripture talks about it like in Hebrews like roots of bitterness you know like are there things that you're bitterness mm-hmm. you know oh, and it gosh, says yeah. like strive for peace with everyone and for the holiness without which no one will see the Lord see that if no one fails to obtain the grace of God then no root of bitterness spring Mm. up and causes trouble Mm. and by it means defiled and like okay like where are the areas that I am bitter and usually that's some um, area of unforgiveness or mm-hmm. anger or like, I'm not getting mine, you know, oh, we entitlement, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. like, okay, well, I feel entitled and all this kind of stuff. But I think there's something when you practice gratitude and people hear it and, and you receive it, it like softens the heart, like it softens the soil of our hearts mm-hmm. and it allows us to um, like the, to this for God's seed of gratitude and thanksgiving to take root in us and it changes us, you know? And I mean, mm-hmm. bitter roots, pretty much produce, like, bitter fruit. And, I mean, I like sour things, (laughs) but I want to be, like, a sweet tart. I don't want to be bitter. I want to be, like, a sweet tart. A
0: bitter tart. You're like, ooh, pass me some of those. (laughs) uh,
2: uh, Yeah. No, that doesn't taste good. I want sweet, you know? And it goes back to our words. Like, we've used, like, we talked about the power of words and honey. Mm -hmm. Like, there's sweetness. Mm -hmm. There's something that we want. And this is the fruit that we want to cultivate. Well, that fruit takes effort, you know? It takes you know, where we are practicing it and doing it, even when it doesn't feel natural, you know, Mm -hmm. and, you know, but you're like, but I'm not feeling that way. Well, you know, I'm sorry. And, um, I don't feel a lot of things, but, um, you know, and it's so funny. Like I think about it, like with Flannery O'Connor says, like, I can take it all as blessing, even with one eye closed and squinted, Mm -hmm. you know, like she's so funny about that. Like we can take it all Mm -hmm. as blessing, you know, um, and just see, like, that the Lord is good, you know, and really mean it, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. I think gratitude also... Um it helps to heal the orphan Ooh, spirit yep. that yes. we all yep. have. You know, all of us have an orphan spirit where we truly haven't embraced our adoption as sons mm-hmm. and daughters of God. Mm-hmm. And an orphan spirit is never content. You know, an orphan spirit is like, it's not enough, I need to get mine. I need to, you know, and it's like so self-focused, whereas the gratitude, it brings you outside of yourself. Amen. It helps you to notice that there is good in the yep. world and and things can always get better. You know, gratitude speaks of heaven, because all is not lost Amen. you know like the world that we live in we are bombarded every moment with like everything that's happening constantly in the world that's bad you can get on your twitter feed or in the news we watch CNN it's just full of bad mm-hmm. news as it happens you know at every moment and also just things that we hear from other people there's a lot of critical speaking and and just complaining and everybody wants to get on a bandwagon of some sort you know and and complain about something but the only way that we can hold a sense of heaven and hope is to have gratitude. You know, gratitude brings us outside of ourselves. It brings us outside of things that are negative. It helps us to focus on God is still good. Even in the midst mm. of sorrow, God is mm. still good. Even in the midst of hardship, God is still good. Even if He says no, He is still good. <laughs> yes. Like there are so many mm. things that, we, that need to hold um, power over us, like gratitude can hold yep. us in a stable place. It is like a rock under our feet, mm-hmm. which is God. Mm-hmm. You know, God is the rock under our feet, and gratitude helps keep us mm-hmm. there, or else the bottom falls mm-hmm. out, you know, Amen. and we end up spiraling and in depression. And we can go there really quickly. I know mm-hmm. I can. And a critical spirit is something that is, you know, been in my environment for a long, long time. Whether other people, it's come into myself, like I have to really combat that with gratitude. Mm-hmm. And and I think that this isn't just an idea as we're talking about this. like I want to, for myself and also for our listeners, say we need to get really practical mm-hmm. about this. And that's what I loved about what Ann Voskamp did. There's this quote she has, which I think is beautiful. She says, the practice of giving thanks, Eucharistio, This is the way we practice the presence of God. Stay present to His presence. And it is always a practice of the eyes. We don't have to change what we see, only the way that we see. Mm, Amen. Yeah. yeah. And so we can practice like this change of perspective. Often our circumstances can't Mm. change, but our perspective can change. And this is something I work very hard at this stage with my children as they're all like teenagers now, is... I want to always speak the truth and goodness, mm-hmm. you know. I want to help them see what's actually going on because teenagers are very tumultuous mm-hmm. times. And yet I notice a lot of myself, you know, the things that they say, because we can quickly, you know, spiral down as I said. So I think we have to get very practical about our practice of gratitude.
0: That's very true. And I I love what you both are saying because it does, it heals, it brings us out of ourself and it heals the bitter root and it brings us into objective reality, which is God. And the truth is that God is is always good, no matter what is happening in our journey. And he's always bringing goodness out of even sorrow. And I mean, you talk about practicalities, you know, the practice of gratitude not only changes our mindset, but it brings to us the truth of who God is and who we are. It brings to us the truth of who other people are, but it has the power power. It's, it's a spiritual weapon. It's a really powerful Definitely weapon to dispel darkness. And I, I tell you, many times in my journey, it's it's done a lot of things for me in my journey. But one of the powerful things it's done um, that I continue to practice when I struggle with this is whenever I feel envious or jealous of somebody else or their situation or what they're going through, I will make myself—and it's true. It feels like a death, like Michelle's saying. Like You don't always feel like it, but it does. It, it actually kills my own self-centeredness and my own self-pity is I out loud to the Lord, I thank God for that person. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Lord, thank you so so much for them thank you for Mm -hmm. what you're doing in their life thank you for their marriage thank you for the blessings that you and i just bless that person like lord i and i just i can tell you that and it is crucifying at times because it does it 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 kills my own self-centeredness. I'm like, oh, how come I didn't get that? Or how come I don't have that? And it allows me to bless that person because the Lord is blessing them And amen. And it's a powerful spiritual weapon where then that quells the voice of Satan where he's speaking. I'm like, Lord, okay, speak into my own heart where I'm weak here and speak to the truth mm-hmm. and the beauty of that. And I, that is a profound spiritual muscle and a discipline that I, I would highly recommend to people is thanking God out loud for people. And then also the areas where we struggle, it's like the thank the Lord out loud. I'm like,
1: Lord, bring that out, you know? Mm-hmm. It definitely changes things on a spiritual Mm -hmm. level, definitely. I love that song, Um, Even When It Hurts by Hillsong, Mm. Mm -hmm. because she articulates that so clearly. She's like, even when my strength is lost, I'll praise you. Even Mm -hmm. when I have no song, I'll praise you. Even when it's hard to find the words louder, then I'll sing your praise. And I, Mm. too, have used that... in a spiritual warfare kind of way, I'll put on praise music and I will sing it. I will just sing to the Lord, like in the midst of sorrow and pain, I'm going to sing to the Lord because He's still Mm -hmm. sovereign. He is still God and He is the one that has the power to change these things. And and if not change the actual thing, to change us, Mm -hmm. you know, so that it can be used for His glory. And This is the real living of the kingdom. You know, when Jesus rose from the dead and he came back, his wounds now are a sign of glory. They didn't disappear. You know, they're a sign Mm -hmm. that he is who he says he is and that he can change Mm -hmm. all things. And that's what he wants to do Mm -hmm. with our things that Mm -hmm. are also hard.
2: Yeah, I think that's a really good reality. Like his wounds were still visible. Like our wounds will still be visible. And but there was glory shining through them. You know, and, right. and that was a sense of thanksgiving and a sense of praise. And I think, like it says, enter His gates with thanksgiving in your heart. When we do practice gratitude and we do worship, it gets us closer to His presence. It brings us so close to Him. Yeah. You know, and I always want to be like there is the scripture, the story in scripture about the ten lepers, and the one that came back mm-hmm. to thank Him after He did something miraculous. And you know, one of the prayers in my heart is like, Lord, let me be the one that always comes back. You know, oh. to oh, girl, you know, yeah. let me Mm -hmm. be the one that comes back to the the big and the small miracles in my life let me be the one that comes back to you Mm -hmm. and says thank you and i will never forget you know where you read an interview or see something in a story i will never forget julia roberts gave an interview right after they uh filmed still magnolia's talking about dolly parton and if you guys know me i'm a big dolly parton fan i love her
0: but she was talking (laughs) about surprise oh yeah
2: she was talking about why are we
0: not surprised right
2: now i love her um but she was talking about, like, it was really hot where they were filming. They were in Louisiana in the summer, and, you know, everyone was like, whoa, it's hot and all this kind of stuff, and we're all sweating a little. She said, a little bit complaining, not really, just standing around, but she said, and there was Dolly Parton, you know, on the front porch, swinging on a swing, and just smiling and thinking, and she's like, "Miss Dolly, why are you so happy? And she said, I just promised God, if He got me and let me do my dream, that I would thank Him no matter what the circumstances. So I'm just thanking Him right now for all of His goodness. <laughs> (laughs) And she said, and I will never complain because he has been faithful to me, you know? And I just loved that story, (laughs) you know? And it just, for some random reason, it is stuck in my head, you know? And so, like... Um, you
0: know, what would Dolly do if she'd give thanks? So, yeah, there. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be your next meaningful market like bracelet. Like, yeah, what forget would what would Jesus do. do. What, would what would Dolly
1: do?
2: Actually, I think Reese Witherspoon already coined it. So, sorry for Jay for James. So, she's got it first. Yeah.
1: Oh, Michelle, you are so awesome. <laughs> this is one of the reasons like I our, love you.
2: You're our favorite Southern belle Y'all have to see my Dolly Parton Christmas <laughs> shirt. Yeah. And so it's. Beautiful, But anyway, <laughs> you know, should totally
0: get a little too serious oh, in here. But I Go think we <laughs> need to
1: let ourselves be moved with gratitude. You know, like that that's that story, mm, right? And yeah. that's a sweet story. And and I've also had moments where it's brought me to tears, like where I'm in the car and I'm listening to a worship song and I, my life has just been coming to me. You know, it's just docility of the Spirit. The mm. Holy Spirit was just showing me like, yeah, my life it could have gone sideways a thousand more times than it oh, did. Oh, yeah, gosh. And here yes. is where I am. Like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Like the grace of God. God, at work in our lives, we could be so lost. Yes, we are in some ways, but we could be so, so lost. And I think there's just, we have to allow ourselves to be moved by that. And it is a gift that we can ask God for. If that's something that you're struggling with is, I, you know, I'm just, I don't have a lot of gratitude. I find it hard to see, Yeah. to just ask God to unveil your eyes to see and to point Mm -hmm. out places where you can be grateful um, and see things as a gift.
2: Mm-hmm. And I think like as a practice, like I loved in um, what the Hebrews did in the Old Testament when they were crossing over to the promised land, they put those remembrance stones for what God had done for them. And mm-hmm. I love this because my really good Jewish friend always says, you know, he brought us out of Egypt. He did this. He does. They remember mm-hmm. God's goodness yeah. and they call it remembrance stones. And we have mm-hmm. to have those moments too, like to take time in our prayer life, but to take time and say, okay, where are Are the ways that God What are my remembering stones Where are the ways that God Has already been present Throughout my life Mm. And put a marker there Put you know Put a stone there Remember Mm. You know And I think it's something Beautiful to do it For families Like we started Making little rocks In our families And naming memories Oh that's great And so Just to say all right, remember when He did this And this And like I was telling The ladies Before we recorded today My son um, My 10 year old Little Haitian dude He just had a really Great game But it was his last Football game And they lost In the semifinals But his game Was amazing This makes me even tear up, but one of my prayers for him was for strong black men to speak into his life. My husband is amazing, but one Mm -hmm. of the best advice we got from a really good friend of mine, a black woman, she said, "Make sure you surround him with good black men." You know, Mm. and there he kicked this field goal and it was amazing at ten years old. I'm totally bragging on him, but the his. Um, they caught two pictures afterwards of him jumping into the arms of his coach, this black guy that supported oh, him, and it is just beautiful. like the. It just was like, and it was one of those memories. Like, okay, that's a remembrance stone. I even thought about that at yes. the game. Like, Lord, thank mm. you. Just thank you. You yeah. answered a prayer. Thank you. You are here. You are present. You know. Mm. You know. You. The cries in my heart when those get answered, those mm. are, need to be over abundant gratitude. You know, mm. um, and so it's just a beautiful moment. <laughs> Wow. Mm -hmm.
1: I love that. I love Mm -hmm. that practical thing of like, even if we needed to write it on a stone or write it in a book, because Mm -hmm. that's, that's a thing for me. I forget. I forget yeah. a lot of things. You know, I think a lot of us do. Don't we
0: have spiritual amnesia no, so totally. quickly that's like true, we yeah. totally do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what a great practice also in, in the practice in the small ways. I know some families, you know, around family dinner or on the trip home from school, they'll ask, you know, what's, you know, what are you most grateful for today? And what, like, what was your sorrow and what's your area of gratitude? You know, and like, even just to start small, like in our lives, if, if, if that feels overwhelming of like, what's just one small thing you're grateful for? And even if it seems silly to you just to name that, and it's amazing of how naming those parts of our Heart leads to other things, and then it, what it happens, like anything else in life, it cultivates a life, like how we live our life. And so, um, yeah, those are important things, friends. So definitely, like, how is the Lord evoking gratitude in your life, and, and what are you most thankful for? And just in our in our daily practice, especially as we um, you know come together this Thursday and just to gather around um, in Thanksgiving, and families aren't perfect, and all kinds of things happen in families, don't they? <laughs> um, mm. But like we've said before, life doesn't have to be perfect to be beautiful. So. Right. And
2: I think there is no greater time than getting together with family and Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. to be thankful for, because (laughs) there is no thing that can, um, like, push your buttons, like being with family. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, that's just part of it. Like, and you resort back to your um, little childhood self sometimes when you go with, with your family, you know, but. What, but what if we approached it instead of with like dread or like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to deal with this person? But what if we approach it with like wonder and gratitude? It could be a game changer. Mm -hmm. And for my sister in laws, are living listening to this. I'm not saying that about you all. Okay. (laughs) Of
0: course not. Yes, yes, of course. Of course not. So speaking of, dear ladies, about our one thing, what is your, this week of Thanksgiving, what is your one thing? And I actually, my one thing is something that I am grateful for. And I just want to say publicly and with deep gratitude, uh, Thanksgiving to my Solt community, the Society of Our Lady of the Most Holy Trinity. Um, I've been a member of the community for about 21 years now, and I'm just really grateful. And I know some of you listen to this podcast, so I just want to say especially to you, but to everybody, I just, I'm very grateful for each one of you. You inspire me um, and how you give the gift of yourself and your fidelity to to serve the Lord in all kinds of situations and in all kinds of missions and in all these different um, stages of life. So I just want to say thank you, and I am very grateful this week, especially um, to my Salt community so Hmm.
1: Heather what are you what's your one thing or what you grateful for this week well I'm in a baking mood y'all so a couple weeks ago it was banana bread this (laughs) week it is the best carrot cake you've ever had in the history of the world
0: is it vegan (laughs) it's made of vegans or is it by vegans we're not really sure how that works but that's okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) one time a little inside joke. One time we were all at Michelle's house and we went out to get something to celebrate uh sister and one of her anniversaries. And, um and it was this vegan carrot cake, but it weighed like a hundred pounds seemingly. And we were like, is this made with vegans? We were just weren't sure. Is it right. vegan? <laughs> what kind are we talking okay. about? Anyway, no, this is not a vegan carrot cake. It is my own carrot cake. which I make for special occasions, and I thought if somebody doesn't have a Thanksgiving dessert, here is an option for you. If you don't want to go pecan or pumpkin pie, here's another option for you, and I will put it in the show notes. You can look it up there. So if people are wondering when we say it's in the show notes, just head over to our website, abidingtogetherpodcast.com, and click on the episode that we're talking about stuff in, and you can find all of our one mm. things and any references that we make to stuff. Discussion questions mm. if you want to gather in a group, there's people gathering in groups every single week to listen to the podcast and go through the discussion questions. So, all the info is over there, Michelle.
0: I think it's also in the iTunes app, too, the podcast app. You can see yep. the show notes there, too. But yep. yeah,
2: yeah. That's right. Michelle. Okay, so my one thing is I would gonna follow suit like to what sister did and be thankful. I am thankful for my kiddos, my six kiddos, but I'm also thankful for the girls that are down here that we are doing formation with. So Maddie and Annie and Michaela and Katie and Emily, like they just bring a lot of life to our lives and they're just thinking funny. And so they're just total joy to be around and it is a privilege to get to journey with them. So I am thankful. And my husband. Yeah, I'm thankful for him too because he's pretty, um,
0: yeah. I'd be pretty lost without him, let's all be honest. And so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, God bless you, our dear listeners. And we wish you a wonderful Thanksgiving. And we wish that your heart would be full of gratitude for all the many things that God has done in your life and continue to do so. And we are thankful for you. We are thankful for every single one of our listeners. You bless us immensely. And it is a journey. It's a delight to journey with you. So until next week, we will be abiding together. Happy Thanksgiving. God bless you. If our podcast has blessed you, would you please consider financially supporting Abiding Together via Patreon? Patreon is a website where people can make donations to help keep the podcast going. And now that we at Abiding Together have an independent platform, we have a number of costs that go into creating the podcast and the high quality content we offer, such as our website, design, tech support, staff, and other elements. Having an independent platform also allows us to explore and create new content for all of our listeners to enjoy. So thank you so much to all of you who are already donors. When you donate through our page on Patreon, you are able to donate any amount, $1 a month, $5 a month, $500 a month, or just a one-time offering. Abiding Together is a registered 501c3 nonprofit organization, and donations are tax deductible. So, would you please prayerfully consider giving to Abiding Together? If you donate $15 or more per month, you become a tribe member, and you will receive a short individual video from Michelle, Heather, and I each month about a variety of topics. You can see all of the information on our Patreon page, which is patreon.com forward slash abiding together podcast. So consider becoming a supporting member today and help us further the work of the Holy Spirit moving in and through this community. Together, we can do amazing things. We are so grateful for your support and may God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you liked it, would you please share it with a friend? Could you also leave us a rating and a review on iTunes? That helps us get the message out to as many people as possible. All the show notes are in your podcast app, but if you'd like them emailed to you, you can go to our website at abidingtogetherpodcast.com and subscribe. On our website, you will also find all of our past episodes and information about various episodes. You can also join our private Facebook group and get in on the discussion and all the beautiful things that are happening there. We are so glad that you are on the journey with us. And until next week, we'll be abiding together. God bless you.